Welcome back to Here's What I Think podcast with Mike and Linda. This is the award-winning advice podcast from totally qualified advice givers. And remember, if you don't like our advice, no one cares. (laughs) But we do care that you are listening. So thank you, everyone, who has been listening so far. Thanks for all the follows on TikTok. (laughs) Thanks for the new subscribers, downloads. We really appreciate it. And all of the new questions that we're getting. Linda, speaking of questions, what's what's been going on this week? For questions? (laughs) All right. Let's put our hand in the little question hat. (laughs) We don't actually have a hat. (laughs) It's all just on a Google Doc. Yeah, it's very technologically advanced. Okay, so we'll kick off the advice um, this week with Kayla. Kayla asks... How do I deal with an extremely affectionate mother-in-law who thinks I am cold and distant? Well, Kayla, let's think of it like this. Why does she think you're cold and distant? What are you doing that is putting off that vibe? That's true. And is she overly affectionate? Or is it that you are cold and distant so you think that any type of affection is over-affectionate? Yeah. Like, do you think a hug is over-affectionate from a mother-in-law? Because... If you're asking that, you're asking the wrong podcast because Linda is very affectionate. (laughs) (laughs) She hugs people she has never met before. They will go, hi, I'm blah, 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 and she will hug them. Well, no, I ask first. Sometimes she doesn't ask. Because I know that there's a lot of people who don't like it when people touch them. Yeah. So I'm very aware of making sure. It's the best when you see Linda approach one of those people and they cringe away from her. (laughs) They kind of, their eyes kind of twitch. Are you one of those people, Kayla? (laughs) Do you twitch when your mother-in-law tries to hug you? (laughs) Can Linda hug you? Can I hug you? So, I mean, this is tricky. I think the subject of mother and mother-in-laws are always tricky. So tricky. Because no matter how... Be careful what you say. (laughs) Mother-in-law is probably listening to this podcast. Hey, Mom! (laughs) I feel like no matter how nice... It is perceived that the mother-in-law mm-hmm. is. Maybe I just shouldn't talk. <laughs> I feel I see no good. I see no good root out of this. I know your mom won't be listening to this. My mom will not listen to it. Well, her, she might listen to she it. She just but... won't really understand what we're talking about. She may hear mother and like, <laughs> be like oh, and like hug. She'll be like, yes, oh yes, hugging. <laughs> Anyways, um. I guess in terms of dealing with it, <laughs> I sound like such a broken record. Have you talked to her about this? You know what? No more talking. It's time to take action. Next what? time you see your mother-in-law, just kiss her on the lips. <laughs> That'll <laughs> really put her Throw off. Throw a little tongue in there. She'll never try She'll to, never come she'll at never you again. She'll never approach you again. She'll be like, man, Kayla is not cold and distant. <laughs> I mean, I am inclined to think that if your mother-in-law is more of the warm, affectionate type, then the problem actually lies with you, Kayla. <laughs> Wow. (laughs) That's just what it sounds like. But I do believe that if you talk to her, or you know what? No, don't talk to her directly. She has a son or a daughter. Who you're married to. Who you're married to. So you can use that person to tell tell the mother-in-law what you want to say, which is, you know, she's not, she oh, she's, she's one of the twitchy huggers. She doesn't feel. I just said that. Yeah. Okay. But now she can tell. Is it clicking? (laughs) She can tell the husband or wife to tell the mother-in-law. Yeah. She doesn't like hugs, so it would be great if you could stop hugging her. Yeah, and the mother-in-law's gonna be like, 
What's wrong with her? <laughs> I mean, I think that you have to you have to face the possibility that your mother-in-law may not like you for the entire duration of your relationship with your partner because that is um, a stereotype that I think <laughs> is usually true. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, or vice versa. Yeah, I think, like, how often do you hang out with your mother-in-law anyways? Probably not that often. Yeah, so, so maybe you're... just be nice to her. <laughs> she's probably an old lady. Give her a break. <laughs> if she's older than the age of 60, then I think you should just hug her. <laughs> what are you trying to say? You're saying she doesn't have much time left, aren't you? No. But if she's younger and one of those cool mother-in-laws. Well, take some notes, Kayla. <laughs> Um, so either talk about how you don't like to touch. I mean, I just like that we, <laughs> that's all of our dog. We won't, won't. Yeah, we... she did not, she did not like that advice. She does not like that advice. Um, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Now. All right. No. You're welcome, Kayla. <laughs> uh, okay. You got it? Yeah. Train of thought's back on. No, we're not including this though. If you would just let it roll and naturally happen, no. it would be fine, Linda. No. I'm leaving this in. And You're not I'm leaving it I'm just going to upload it. I'm going to upload it to the internet. You can't upload it. I'm going to upload it to the internet. <laughs> I upload it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to put it on the line. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, Kayla. Oh, do not say the same words I say. I We are constantly doing that, and he loves it, even when he pretends that he doesn't love oh, it. I love it so much. Um. So I just think that you know, give your mother-in-law a break. You probably don't see her very often. We, Unless you see her all the time, then I'm sorry. I mean, but people love family like that. Some people love that. Some people, like we have some people who look forward to, I mean, we look forward to family outings. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, I mean, I know we jumped to, we thought extremely affectionate meant touching and hugging. We assume what else could it mean? Sexual. No. <laughs> that, we're going to move on to our next question now. Sorry, Kayla. Kayla, just be nice to your mother-in-law, if, especially if you don't see her a lot. Yeah. And if so, if you do see her a lot, then just tell your partner to tell your mother-in-law to cut it out. You feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Or just get extremely affectionate with her and see how she likes it. That's true. You can also you can give her a taste of her own medicine. Yeah. That's and a- it is bitter. <laughs> Friends reference. <laughs> First friends reference. <laughs> Woo! Episode two. <laughs> okay. So next question comes from Chloe. I'm getting a sense that most of the people that are asking us advice are women. <laughs> Men just think they know everything, I guess. Okay, so Chloe. Wow. <laughs> I'm I'll read this one. Thank okay. you very much. Sorry. Yeah. Chloe is looking for advice on an ongoing debate. This is a big one. I hope everyone's ready for this. When you say next Friday, is it the Friday after the week you are in or the Friday of the next week? What do you think, Linda? No, you just said that you said it the same way. It's is it the Friday of the week you are in? You said after. Chloe is looking for advice on an ongoing debate. When you say next Friday, is it the Friday of the week you are in or the Friday of the next week? I find this so interesting that it's even a debate. Because if you ask anyone, like if you ask anyone to clarify, they say 
Friday next week. Yeah, it's really dumb. Like it's it, so something Lynn and I agree on for once. <laughs> for once, we agree wholeheartedly. When on you this. say this Friday, it means that's this the Friday of the week you were in. Friday. If you were on a Tuesday, you're talking about that Friday. Yeah. If you were on Sunday, then you were talking about the upcoming Friday. Yeah. When you say this Friday, when you say next Friday, that's one Friday and you skip it. You skip yeah. the next Friday if that's coming up. There's still a Friday that has not passed yet, and someone says next, it means not the Friday that's coming up. I think that's very clear. Yeah, super clear. It's very frustrating that this is still an ongoing debate for so many people. I don't understand. I think I Googled it once. I was not satisfied with the answer. Well, hopefully our listeners are satisfied today. It is... That was a gavel. It was just the palm of my hand, but <laughs> the law has been laid. Okay, so when you say next Friday, you're not talking about any Friday that is coming up. That doesn't make any sense. We already repeated this. You know what we meant. <laughs> yeah. This Friday is the, fr the closest Friday. The closest Friday is, is this, this Friday. Friday. It's always this Friday. Next Friday is... Yeah, skip a Friday. Even better, and I do this in general, I just say the actual date. January 24th. 3 p.m. January 31st. 6 p.m. <laughs> Friday, January 31st. Is there a 31st in January? I don't know. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking in my head. Is there a 31st? Okay, question. No, there isn't. Because there's a 31st for New Year's. That's New Year's Eve in December. And it alternates? I think so. How do you know? All right. Well, I haven't looked anything mm. up on Google yet this episode. Good thing it's only been 10 minutes, and now we have to Google something. Uh, what are we asking? Oh, January 31st. According to Google, it says January 31st is the final day of January. We're good. Hmm. Uh, did you know Justin Timberlake was born January 31st? Oh, that's so interesting. How old is he now? Oh, it doesn't say. Uh, could you look that up, please? No, I was... I need to know how old JT is. I'm saying 43. Um, 43. Justin... Looks like a good 43. Also, controversial, Justin Timberlake's not really relevant anymore. Whoa. 33? 43. Oh. <laughs> Pay attention to me. He's 38 years old. I was pretty close. He was born in 1981, the same age as my brother. I revealed too much. Oh, same age as your brother, too. My brother? Yeah, because they're born the same year. Hmm. How old is he? 1981, 38 years old. My brother is only 37 years old. He's probably turning 38. Yeah, it's 2020. It's like it's like January 14th or something. All right, this was an interesting sidebar. <laughs> <laughs> Going on to the next question. Rose asks uh, an intense one. Because we cannot do this. <laughs> But we can give advice on it. Can sure practice a lot. Rose asks, "What is the perfect age to have a baby?" Wah, babies. So, to set some context for listeners who do not know, Mike and I have actually been trying to have a baby for five years. So, if you ask, do us, the math. So, if you asked us, the perfect age for us to have a baby was when Mike was twenty-three. 23 is probably young for a lot of people, but we were yeah. ready. I was 25. We were married. Mike was 23, and we'd been married for a year. And I, we're like, time to get off birth control. Yeah, but then we realized, oh, when you get off birth control, it needs about three months to, like, re-regulate your system. Yeah, and we were so impatient. We're like, oh, 
We still tried. Right? And then we were like, and then we were counting. We were like, oh, you know, if we get pregnant this month, then we'll have a summer baby. We'll do this month. We get a spring baby. Oh, we have a wedding that day. Let's wait so that we don't Perfect. get pregnant. You know, things like that. Yeah. So I think my, and then, so the, I mean, the, not the ending of our story, because we don't know how our story ends yet. <laughs> the middle of our story is that we thought that it was the perfect age for us. Yeah. And it's going to be different for everyone in their situation. But the reality is, I don't think you, I mean, some people can, those lucky bastards. <laughs> but usually I don't think you can ever say. Well, what was your mom's advice? You just, you just have sex and then you have a baby, right? No. <laughs> she said, wear nice underwear and pajamas and then you'll get pregnant. I haven't tried that yet. She said, honestly. don't sleep with your dogs and then you'll get pregnant. Yeah. That's not what the question is, though. It's when is the perfect age to have a baby so my answer is that you might think a certain age is the best age to have a baby but the universe slash your body might be like fuck you might be open to different ideas <laughs> i don't agree that that's the right time and then you won't end up mm -hmm. having that baby so i mean i think talk about it with your partner because we had talked about yeah, it we talked about it we knew, we knew how many kids we wanted. We knew their we names. We knew their names. Yeah, we knew all That's of... That's going real well. <laughs> we... Let's take a moment to... <laughs> Pour one out for the homies. All my, all my sperm. But I know. <laughs> Sad. That's a lot of sperm. Yeah, it's crazy how much sperm just dies. What did the doctor say oh my about God. my sperm? Okay. <laughs> Fun little sidebar. We went to the... Like, I've had to go do the, the most fun exam where you... Going to, you know, do, okay, we don't, you know, you they know get what, it. in a little cuppy cup. <laughs> so the fun exam. And then we went to the gynecologist. Cool guy. Old guy. I forgot his name. Doesn't uh, matter. We probably won't say his name. Oh, you don't want to say his name? I okay. won't say his name. He's okay. Cool. We, we liked him, though. Yeah. If you know him, you, you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. You know who I'm talking about. My, my man. At the high center. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Anyways, he said to me, he was like, Mike, he walks in the room. Stoic. Nurse by, by his side. Holding... My results looks me in the eye and goes, well, Mr. Brown, congratulations. This is probably the first exam you've ever passed. And he's like, and honestly, the results are staggering. He might have not said staggering, but he said they were very high. He did say, do you want me to print off copies so you can show your friends? He said I could laminate it, put it on my fridge, make multiple <laughs> copies. Anytime I'll come back to them. And I've come back like six times to get new copies but just to show my friends. we don't know. All tests checked out for both of us. Oh, both of us. Yeah, I'm not so. saying I'm not saying Linda's barren. Okay, <laughs> I'm just saying I have tons of sperm. Well, you had. It's been a few years now. I literally just got checked six months ago. <laughs> anyway, and still doing great. So Rose, still doing great. Got Rose, lots of sperm. Rose, I think it's really great that you want to have a baby. Well, does she? Or does she think maybe you don't know? Maybe she just wants to know when should I have a baby. Like what if she's 14? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I have a baby, Rose. No. Teen pregnancy. I'm sure she's not 14. <laughs> I think it's... Yeah, no one names their kids Rose anymore. <laughs> <laughs> she's probably 60. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Rose is a beautiful name. Beautiful. A beautiful young name. <laughs> Rose McGowan. <laughs> Uh, Rose from Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. 
So. So what's your perfect age? What would you say? When would you have wanted to have a kid? Like, oh, I should have had a kid then. Well, I wanted to have a kid at age 25. 25? But everyone, again, is different. I would have, if I know now what I know now, yeah. I would have never used a condom. <laughs> you didn't really use a condom. I did for a while. <laughs> Anyways. Um, I just think do your research, but also understand that you might feel like this is a perfect age and you are ready, but your body may disagree and you, and then, and then you won't be able to have a baby. I think we got time for another question. If you want to do another one. Yeah. Let's do one more question. Um, this one. This is, are we doing D's question? Yeah. We're going to do D's question. Are you going to read it? Or no, that's you? a long one. Okay. I'll read the long one. break. <laughs> okay. So D asks, my fiance and I have been together for six years. We got engaged a year ago and kept the news fairly private. We've planned an elopement and are unsure how to tell our families that we won't be having a big wedding and it's just going to be the two of us at the elopement. Now, Dee comes from a traditional Asian family. I know my parents will be upset, she says. My fiance's family is much more understanding and aware of our plans. Probably not an Asian family. <laughs> When do I tell my parents that I am engaged and eloping and married? <laughs> they don't know anything. <laughs> and how do I tell my family who already knows about the engagement that we're not actually inviting anyone to this elopement? Whew, that is a doozy. That's a tough one. Uh, honestly, I tell your parents that you're engaged. I don't know how long you've been engaged. Oh, a year ago. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's mean, a long time to be engaged without telling your family. Come on. I think it's kind of. I think it's kind of sad that you feel like you've been with someone for six years, and I'm assuming your parents know that you've been with this person for six years. Oh, that's. Do you know what Linda's <laughs> parents called? Still call me to this day in Vietnamese, her friend. <laughs> they, We've been married six years now, and they call me her friend. They don't. They mean, mean in a loving way. They mean I guess. in a loving I'm way. I'm sure not originally. It's an, <laughs> it's an endearing way. So. I mean, if they, if they have known this person for the six years that you have known this person, then I then that's unfortunate that you feel like you can't tell them that you're planning on getting married, which is very sad. Um, I also come from a traditional Asian family, so whew, can we relate? <laughs> However, I will say that my parents were pretty cool with... I think the biggest thing for my parents... They, wa they wanted us to get married instantly. <laughs> when we were like, oh, we want to move in together. Well, you're not married. <laughs> they told they told people <laughs> that Linda lived with them, even though we'd been living together for a year. When people came to the restaurant, they'd be like, oh, where's Linda? Oh, she's just upstairs. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> so lots of things about that scream traditional oh, family sure. and, like, shame of, like what people would think. I just feel like we are at a time in life where, you know, literally we could die in the climate wars next week. <laughs> She's always talking about these climate wars. <laughs> life is too short to be worried about, you know, if your fiance is not the right skin color for your parents. And also, it's you. It's it's about you. This that's is a... not what they're worried about. <laughs> Why are you bringing race into this? They just they just don't want to have a big wedding. No, she doesn't. Oh <laughs> no! 
No, no, no. She's only saying they don't want to have a big wedding. But she's saying she comes from a traditional... I know how to read between the lines. (laughs) (laughs) This is about race. (laughs) This is not... (laughs) Obviously, she doesn't feel comfortable. No, they just don't want to have a big wedding. Lots of people... We know people who didn't want to have a big wedding and they had a small wedding and they eloped. You think that's what this is about? Yeah. You don't think this is about her traditional Asian family? She's been with the guy for six years, Linda. <laughs> okay, I feel like for future advice, <laughs> people need to be very clear about what the problem is. Because <laughs> Linda will jump right to the extreme. I, Race wars. Still, climate wars. I still Greta think, Thunberg. I still think what she's saying here. How do I know? Who already know about the engagement? Okay. Oh, okay, so it is. it does read like it's more about the big wedding, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Well, then I don't see an issue at all. You can just say that you don't want to have a big wedding or A, you can't afford a big wedding. Yeah, that could be a big reason. Yeah, you just say you can't afford it and you don't want your parents to pay for it. No, because they're get, that's what they're worried about. They don't want to tell their parents because their parents are going to get mad because they're not going to have a big wedding. Or their parents might offer to pay for it. And then they don't want to win win. And then <laughs> they don't want to feel guilty about that. It's true. Okay, so let's go back to the traditional Asian family. Okay, so when when we did our wedding, we were not at the place we were today. We were just two, financially. Yeah, we were just two young kids straight out of school, wanting to be together. Oh. They should make a movie about us. <laughs> Didn't know this podcast was gonna be loving. <laughs> And so we like we and we had never been to a wedding together Ugh, before. That's the thing. We, we'd been together how many years? We were together four years. Four years before, before we got married, and we had not been to a wedding together as a couple. And it still makes me mad to this day because now when we go to weddings, we're like, "Well, yeah, that's cool. Mm, I wouldn't have done it that way. Oh yeah, we could have done that." And then it's like, I wish we had had that insight before we had gotten married. But. On the point of <laughs> reel it back yeah, in, going for an Asian wedding. Ours was very; it was a very white wedding. There was, was, <laughs> there was so many inside jokes. There was literally a video that used the the soundtrack. It's a nice day for a white wedding. Just when it showed my family show up. Yeah, <laughs> when the white people showed up. When it when it was Linda's like family, it was just nice, like nice instrumental Vietnamese music, music or something. And, yeah. and then nah, nah, nah. <laughs> it's a nice day for a white wedding. So yeah, there's that. Uh, okay. Uh, anyways, on the on the topic of that, we we did not have money to spend on it. Well, we did have a big wedding, and we spent a lot of money. It was a fairly big wedding. We saved up for like a year for it. But anyways, and, no, no. we didn't want to spend any money on liquor. Oh yeah, we were, we were like, we'll oh, do yeah. a toonie bar. We'll, we were like, yeah. we'll spend some. We'll do a toonie bar. And Linda's dad was like, no, no, no. I'm paying for that. You can't expect my friends to pay for beer at a wedding. So this- also, we had to invite thirty of her dad's friends who we had never met before. No. She, Linda says she'd met them, but I, don't I think have she met had. them. Thirty. See, and so I think these are good points that you're raising because I think the advice is that they should pick and choose what is most important to them, stand by it, and then let the family know. And then if the family wants to take some things in their hands that still lines up with maybe Dee and her fiancé's vision, then you can go for that. Because we would have been fine without an open bar, but if my dad offers, okay, that's and your now, thing. if I go to a wedding without an open bar, I'm like, oh, this is bullshit. <laughs> I think the Asian family part of a big wedding is interesting, too, because 
uh, often Asian weddings are very transactional. So you slash parents typically invite certain people because they know that that person will give you a certain amount of monetary gift back. And so in the end, you should come up on top. Not going to lie. We didn't come on top, but we came pretty close. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> there was We had lots of cash on that bed. <laughs> We didn't have sex on the bed. <laughs> you, why? You, you can't just introduce a bed out of nowhere. Well, we threw it on a bed and it looked cool. We were just counting. Anyways. <laughs> so it's okay to talk to your family. Yeah, I if think you, you should, honestly. If you've been with this person for six years and this person has been in your family's and life I'm for sure, six years. Hopefully your family loves him by now. <laughs> After six years, I should hope so. Yeah. <laughs> if not, just elope and fuck him. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you gonna do? <laughs> Not what you can do after six years. I mean, I think a way to get around a big wedding and when you want an elopement that I see is that people will elope and then come back and yeah. do oh, just a little yeah. dinner. Have, yeah. Have a nice big a little reception oh, party. You can have a big party. You can have a big party. Yeah, have, rent out a hall. Yeah, or like in your backyard or or whatever. Yeah. Whatever you want. And that can kind of appease that traditional side of things. Or if your parents want to do like the Asian dinner thing where they have like the the ten course meals, ten course meals, they can do that if let they want do, to pay for it. Let them do that. No, we you're paying for that. I mean, I think that's important too. Is that you know what you want for your wedding, and if your parents want something different, then they can pay to make it happen. <laughs> and if not, be like, well, sorry, mom and dad, it's my life. I mean, yeah, everyone wants. Everyone has a different idea of what is the perfect wedding or marriage or what they want to do. And if you don't want to have a big wedding or you can't afford to have a big wedding, um, I think just telling people uh, we just want something intimate with us. Yeah. And, and But I do think that after the fact, if you did feel compelled to appease people, having some type of party after works as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. We kind of veered off into some, some racial stuff for a second yeah. there. <laughs> Not my fault. <laughs> but but we came back. <laughs> came on top. <laughs> All right. So that's episode two of Here's What I Think, our award-winning advice podcast. Thank you so much for listening. So uh, now we have a giveaway? Yes. So we are giving away a prize for our loyal listeners, listeners of episode two. Um, the only way that you qualify for this prize is by listening. So wait, wait. What? What are they winning? <laughs> That's, That's all that really matters. I was gonna. I was just literally pointing to you to say, tell them what they're winning. I don't remember what they're winning. <laughs> the prize is uh, fifty dollars to Cineplex Movies. It's basically fifty dollars because it's a twenty-five dollar gift card and two movie passes. So I'm assigning the value of the movie passes to about $25 total. So it's $50 together. I guess that works. I would just said two movie passes and a $25 gift card. but <laughs> So you can win probably two different nights out at the movies just by having listening right now. And these are the rules. You have to send us a private message on either Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Slide into my DMs. <laughs> Slide into Mike's DMs, whichever platform you prefer. Send Whitpod a DM with the secret word to show us that you listen. What's the secret word? Secret word is going to be 
Olive. Oh, because she barks all the time and ruins our recording? <laughs> yes. So remember, it has to be a private message because otherwise you're giving away the answer to other people. So you want your chances to be good. So yeah. Oh, and you have to make sure that you're also following us on whichever one of the platforms you choose to direct message Yeah. I think that's pretty clear. I think that's fair. All right. If you want to advertise with us. Yeah. Just send us message at- Just send us money. <laughs> send me money. <laughs> <laughs> e-transfer is fine you have our email here's what i think here's what i think podcast at gmail.com it's a long email oh, i, I didn't pick long. it here's what i think at gmail.com is taken don't email here's what i think at gmail. here's what i think podcast at gmail.com send thousands of dollars to that <laughs> no so we as we are a new podcast we are still feeling out you know did you guys know you have to pay to send out your podcast Fun it, fact, no one tells me that when I listen. Now that podcasting is a serious industry, you do have to pay monthly if you want certain amounts of, uh, you know, features and perks and stuff on your different mm -hmm. podcast plans. Anyways, uh, follow us on social media, uh, either personally, Mike Thy King, Lindork, or at the Whit Pod. What's your TikTok? <laughs> no. <laughs> You don't need to follow me on TikTok. Follow us at WitPod. 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 On Facebook, That's Twitter. That's H-W-I-T-P-O-D. Correct. Uh, thanks again to Rory Lee. I want to shout out to Rory again for yeah, our thanks, nice uh, podcast design and branding. We're very uh, we're very excited to use we're very it. very happy with that. Yeah, getting in on the ground floor before this podcast, you know, shoots through the charts. And uh, send us your messages. Oh, yes. Ask us your questions because we can't have an episode without questions. No, because then we just start making things up and it just comes from our personal life and it gets really intense. Yeah. <laughs> so please send your questions. You can do it at here's what I think podcast at gmail.com or follow the form on our website. And I think that's it. And Thanks. see you guys next week, hopefully. See you next week. Why would it be hopefully? <laughs> Good night. <laughs> What if they're listening during the day? Good day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>